Hey guys, you are now tuning in to K-Squared, where the West meets the North and gets dirty in the South. We are just three everyday Black girls giving you the real. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at K-SquaredPod to stay up to date with all of our new content. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment or rating letting us know how you're enjoying the podcast so far. We want to give a huge shout out to our returning listeners for supporting us and coming back for another episode. And to our new listeners, thank you guys for tuning in and we hope you enjoy our podcast. Welcome to episode 48. It's your girl, Kaylin. And today's episode is going to be called We're Not Really Strangers. So basically, we're going to be playing this card game that really got popular during quarantine, but it was launched back in 2018. And its main focus is to empower people to explore and build meaningful connections. So during quarantine, you would see celebrities like Justin Bieber, Hailey Bieber, they were playing this game a lot. Uh, Stassi, Kylie's best friend, was seen playing this game. It's a very interactive game that you play with your friends and family members, and it's meant to really just promote and kind of start off deep, meaningful conversations. It's meant to get you to reflect on your life and the people who you're playing with, playing with life. So we really thought that this would be a good idea to play. My sister and her best friends were playing this during movie night at my night, at my house the other night. I'm sorry, y'all. At my house the other night, they were playing this. And so in our meeting the other day, he was like, we should just like do like a questionnaire game. And I was like, oh my God, we should play this game that my sister and her friends played. And it's called We're Not Really Strangers. It's super dope. You guys should go check them out on Instagram. They really post great, you know, just great pick me up posts. They talk about mental health, anxiety. Um, it's just it's just a really great game. So we took a few questions from the game. We don't have the cards in front of us, and the game is actually really lengthy. But we decided to just kind of put our own twist to it, and we just picked several of our favorite questions. We're gonna go around and answer them. This should be a great opportunity for you guys to kind of get to know us on a deeper level. Get a little nosy, but also it'll be an opportunity just for us three to kind of get to know each other more and how we feel about each other. So I'm super excited. It's going to be a fun game, but it's also going to be interesting and deep. So not super lighthearted and funny, but super meaningful. So we hope you guys enjoy this episode. We're not really strangers. The card game, make sure you go get it. And Key is going to start us off with our first question. And we're all going to go around and ask each other questions. So Key, start us off. All right. Hey, guys. So I'm going to jump right in with my first question. And my first question is, what title would you give this chapter of your life? One Who's word. Gonna, yeah, I want to do I want to do one word or like a phrase, word. a five okay, word phrase. phrase. Five give me a word phrase. phrase. I don't know what the one word. word. <laughs> this chapter, oh. some 21, 120, because I'm going to just act like I'm 21 because I'm about to be 21 in a couple days. Oh. But, you know, what is this chapter? Um, I guess I could call it the blueprint. Um, I guess this is my, I guess this part of my life, I'm planning a lot of things that I want for my future. So right now, everything is on a blueprint right now. I'm kind of, you know how you build a house right now? I'm kind of just drawing out what I want for my future. So right now, I'm in the building process of my home, I guess. That's it. Okay. If I had to give this chapter one one name, I 
guess it would have to be a caterpillar because I feel like I'm a caterpillar. A caterpillar, right now. not the caterpillar. Like I'm a caterpillar right now. I'm kind of just mm. through the motions, but you know, I feel like I'm in the process of going into my cocoon and mm -hmm. really turning into a butterfly. I feel like I'm always a butterfly, but right now I feel like I'm in the caterpillar phase. I'm gathering all the things I need to kind of get my cocoon together and build the environment um, that I need in order for me to grow. So kind of like Sabine, where you like laying the blueprint down, but for me, it's like I'm building my own environment um, to promote my growth. So caterpillar for me. Okay, caterpillar. I like those. Different. I like those a lot. Wait, so am I supposed to answer? Am I supposed to tell you guys yeah. what mine is? <laughs> yes. Okay. What was your chance? Okay. Mine is, if you guys are familiar with Nipsey Hustle, mine is hustle and motivate. I feel like this is like a really time, like a time in my life where I'm really hustling for everything that I want and like really going after everything and getting it. And motivate is because I feel like through my social media, I'm able to like motivate people while I go through my own journey. So, yeah, this title in my life is Hustle and Motivate. Period. Mm -hmm. All right, your, your next question. Why do you, Why think, do you think we met? Sabine! <laughs> you guys, that's what I call Sabine. I stretch you know, out her you know, you know I wanted to throw a little spice, a little shoulder for the crowd. I think <laughs> we met Sabine because Sabine... So, you guys, I'm not really, like... I'm outgoing once I know you, but I'm not outgoing if I don't know you. And Sabine is outgoing if she knows you and if she doesn't know you. So I really think not true. that is very much so true. And I think we I'm met sure. because Sabine, like, at least for, I can speak for myself, Sabine brings out that, like, that extra fun side of me you know like i i feel like i'm fun but like sabine or like sabine's a hype man or she's like oh if you're not feeling God. it or whatever she'll be like oh you outside are you da -da -da -da. <laughs> like i think we met because i needed that kind of that kind of friend like in my life so the new york i've never had like a real new york friend yeah, and sabine so is that girl emotional. Emotional. oh I'm my god really emotional right now this is so cute i love it oh here she goes, you guys. Um, I think we I met Sabine because, I don't know. Um, we were meant to be in each other's lives. I feel like the way we met, it was just like we were destined to be friends, honestly. We had class together. We had one class. And kind of like Kiara, like I'm a very social person. But I'm not usually the one to like jumpstart conversations unless I have to. Like I'm in a group project and I have to talk because no one else is talking, then I will. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like meeting new people and stuff like that, like I wasn't really that outgoing like that. But Sabine, she's just very social and we just became friends and she's just so funny. Like y'all have Sabine's no hilarious, you guys. She gives really good advice. She's super intuitive. Like, Sabine would be telling you, like, uh-uh, he's not for you. Or, I can see y'all together. Y'all gonna last this long. Like, she's, like, some type of gene. Like, she's the person to have in your corner. That if you ever have, like, a guy or someone you're not sure about or a friend or something you're not sure about, you can, like, ask Sabine. And she'll tell you what her angels told her. In her dream. <laughs> you know, my dreams tell me everything. Her dreams be so vivid, but... Honestly, I think we met because we were just destined to be 
friends. We have this podcast together. I think all of us, I think we just were kind of destined mm-hmm. to do all of this. I don't think anything happens on accident or accidentally. Yeah, I think everything is pretty much planned out. So, you know, I think it's just God's, you know, destiny. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, should I answer? Should I answer? Let me give y'all my little take. Um, Kiaran, I feel like Kiaran is spontaneous out of me. Kiaran's like, oh, we doing this? Oh, you want to go to Miami? Oh, well, I'm looking at flights. I was sending the group chat. Like, Kiaran is spontaneous. She's the one that was telling me you only live once. And I feel like I... I kind of hold back from a lot of things. Like, you know, I'm scared. And you just be always telling me, you just got to do it. You just got to show your family. <laughs> Kieran's always the one in my ear. You have to do it. You got it. So I feel like I always needed someone to kind of yell at me. Like, you have the capabilities, but you need to do it. I've been telling Sabine, like, you guys, I'm like, come on now. Be confident <laughs> in your abilities. Like, you got it. You just got to do it. She's the Nike. She's the Nike ad in my ear. It's just the wit with Kiaran, just Nike for me. Sabine. <laughs> um, for Kaylin, I think I needed to meet Kaylin. I was a hot mess. <laughs> I was a hot mess. Cut yourself I, some slack. You, you know, were a hot mess. I was a hot mess, but I felt like when I met Kaylin, I felt like I just learned certain ways to carry myself. I feel like Kaylin taught me, like, there's certain things, like, because me, I'm such an outgoing, and I don't see a lot of things up front. I'm very blindsided, and I feel like Kaylin will make it real and just make it more transparent. Like, you're not seeing the big picture. Like, this is what's happening, and I feel like I needed that. <laughs> I feel like I'm so blinded, and I'm such a outgoing la-la. I'm in my fa-la land, and I feel like Kaylin just kind of puts it... We're in reality, so I feel like I needed a friend in my corner just, like, know how to put yourself in a certain way and know how to act, but also is just, like, remember who you are and just remember not everybody is there to see you win. And I feel like Kaylin kind of showed me, like, not everybody's going to be there in your corner. And Kaylin's just, and Kiaran, they y'all just both in my corner, so I love it. So I think that's why we met. Look at us, you're getting emotional. Let me get spicy. You can't be crying. Second question. All right, so my next question is, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? <laughs> Good one. Got us a reflection question. Um, I think my younger self would not expect how old am I? I'm about to be 21. I mean, my younger self thought I was going to get married at like 24. So she probably looking like, oh my gosh, wait, like we're not even like preparing for that yet. So I think <laughs> that's what my younger self would probably say. Everything else, I feel like I expected, I don't want to say I expected where I'm at in my life right now, only because when I was young, like I always wanted to be doing like, like cool stuff, like, you know, so I kind of have been that way my whole life but yeah maybe the marriage thing my younger self would be like girl you're not about to get engaged soon like where where's you know but of course that's a prime example of what you thought you were gonna do doesn't always end up to be what you're gonna do so right. and i'm literally 21 i don't need to be getting married anytime soon right, mm-hmm. right. Um, i could say um as a kid, I had these big visions of me being a whole West Coast girl. I was going to go to school, live my West Coast life. And I feel like my younger self would be like, I would never expect me to still be in New York, which is no problem. It's just 
I did not think that was in my path. Like, if you know me, anybody in my family is watching, I've been set on California since the fifth grade. <laughs> so I wanted to go to school in Cali so badly, and I just felt like not having an apartment in Queens. I never thought I would live in Queens in my life. I only went to Queens twice out of my whole life before St. John. So I feel like me being a little, I guess, a city girl, never thought that would happen. But I'm happy. I like it. It's new. Honestly, my hair self would be like so surprised. I definitely did not expect to be where I am right now. Um, she would be proud of me. She would be like, I feel like she would just have a little more clarity, less anxiety about the future. She would be proud. I don't know. I definitely wasn't expecting to like have a podcast, have my own radio show. When I was little, first of all, I went through several several stages. I wanted to be a teacher at first, and then I was like, that's out. And then I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. I did like a shadowing internship when I was like 16, and I was like, uh-uh, that's not it. So I wanted to make it work. <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, I want to be like a news anchor, broadcast journalism. And even then, it's not eh, but it's just eh. It's just not my route for real. So she definitely would be surprised, like, girl, like, you figured it out because you were lost and you didn't know what it was that you wanted to do, but now you're here. And I'm still figuring it out. I still don't have all the answers. I mean, we still have to graduate and get through that whole process and get into our careers and figure out what it is that we really want to do. But she definitely would be proud and be like, wow, like, this is your lane. Like, this is what you've been meant to do for so long. Like, I used to put on talent shows. I used to, like fake like I was hosting events for my dad and my mom they would tell y'all about it like I would literally put on press on nails and be like I need everybody in the living room we about to have a comedy show not the press on nails like I used to have my mom go to these parts for give me some press on nails because she wouldn't let me do my nails done so I used to get my press on nails I used to throw talent shows I used to just be hosting all that stuff Mm. so this was my lane so my younger self would definitely be like okay sis I see you Aww. Aww. These yeah, are cute, cute questions. questions. Oh my oh, god, I like these. Right. All right, next question. What was you guys' first impression of me? Should I go? Should I go? I don't know. Um, me, Kieran, actually, fun fact, we lived in the same freshman year building, but never talked to each other but i, I don't think like i ever saw you freshman year not even going i used to see you all the time all the really time. yes karen would do her laundry my karen was really someone i could say that's really minding her business she's just really there to do what she needs to do because if you know you're saying john i lived in a chaotic building hollis you know so i felt like karen was just really in her lane i didn't really know karen to maybe second semester for real? Yeah. Yeah. We had we broadcasting had class. class. That's when I really had a conversation with you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I lived with you the whole semester. And right, you're so 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 right. So, yeah, I think my first impression was just, like, of course, everybody on campus talking, oh, this Instagram model, everybody's here. Like, I was like, oh, okay, like, she's cute, she's cute, she's tall. It's like, she's tall. <laughs> Oh, she's a like you know everybody be IG models nowadays, but I'm like, oh, she's really my she's tall. So but I was like, she's really quiet. Till I really got to know Kiaran. Kiaran is hilarious. Kiaran is my hype man. Kiaran is 
key. Don't let key come outside. Not tomorrow. <laughs> it's key. When key come out, it's lit. So I feel like everybody stole my nickname. Like everyone, everyone. Yeah, okay. everyone. Yeah, so key. I did not expect like from when I met you, you were just a girl. Hi, just wave in the elevator. Hi to now. Karen is late, what we doing, what's this? So I did not expect that. It's that Gemini, you don't know who you're gonna get. So I love it. I have to agree with everything Sydney said, honestly. When I first saw Kiaran, we had a class together and I was like, okay, she's pretty, you know. When a, when another pretty black girl recognizes yeah. a pretty black girl, it's automatic respect, especially because St. John's is a majority white college. Mm -hmm. So. When I see other black girls that are in the same major as me and are interested in the same things as me, it automatically puts light bulbs in my head. So I'm just like, okay, okay, period. Like, so <laughs> that's how I felt in class. And I had this class with Sabine too. So like, I had already met Sabine. I already got cool with like a couple other black girls that were in my major. But when she had, I think we were doing like our icebreakers. You know, y'all know how in college they have you in school. Mm -hmm. oh, first day, the first day of class, they have you do a little icebreaker and you got to get up and say what you're interested in and say what you're doing. So she had mentioned radio and I was like, oh snap, like I'm currently in radio. Like I was literally working to get my hours to get my own show, me, Sabine. And our friend Alex wanted to do our own show. Shout Alex. out to Alex. Not Alex. Alex. Shout out to Alex. <laughs> but he wanted, we wanted to have our own shows. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, that's what I came into college to do. Like, I was like, I'm about to have my radio show. We're about to get this popping. So when she said she wanted to be in radio, I was like, bet, you know, like, I'm going to connect her and be like, you should come to the station because there wasn't a lot of black girls in the radio station. It was a lot of sports shows. It was just a lot of, like, white boys doing their thing, a lot of black guys doing their thing, but it wasn't a whole lot of black girls involved in the radio station. And not only that, if they were involved, they didn't really have, like, a black girl show for real. So I was just like, I feel like she would be interested in something like this. So I woke up, walked up to her and was like, you should come join the radio. Like, <laughs> not, not you walking up. Me, you could come with me. I heard you were in radio. Like that's just how it has to go. But when I first had the interaction with her, I was just like, she's pretty, but she's shy. Like Sabine said, Karen's she's quiet. Crazy. She's a mouse. She, she minded her business. She was very mind her business. Her. Mm -hmm. She did what she needed to do. She did, and she minded her business, and that was it about you. But like Sabine said, when we really, really, really got close, <laughs> I was like, I, oh, okay, oh, I mean, I didn't like the person. Because at first I was thinking, you know, we could be cool, cordial, you know, mm -hmm. you know, actually, yeah, like, like you know, the cool friends, hey girl, and Mary yeah, like, hey, I thought that I was gonna be with her, but me and Kia are like two peas in a pod now. Like this girl. <laughs> She's not, she's not how she seems, y'all. I'm just going to say that. Yes. Okay, okay. Kiaren, okay. Kiaren oh, you want to go outside? Call Kiaren. Call Key. You better call she's Key. hilarious. She will, she's adventurous. And she knows all the spots. She's like, let's go here. Let's do this. Yes. She's organized. She's, just, she's much more outgoing than people perceive her to be, I think. So, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> but don't get it twisted, you guys. Uh, I'm still, you know, still calm, cool, and collective. But if she you ever is. get the chance, she's as a friend, yeah, if you can mm -hmm. she's very calm. Friend, yes. But you want to yeah. be outside yeah. with Keith? We all gonna give you that real, yeah, poise, poise. But when we outside. 
Kaki and Crystal, Kaki, Kaylin, they really my girls outside. We was really lit in Atlanta. My first impression of you used to be was that you was talkative. Yeah, I knew I was like, because Sabine, first of all, you guys, Sabine, freshman year Sabine is not senior year Sabine whatsoever. I'm talking really? about appearance down to really? everything. So I now I do, my memory is jog Sabine. I do remember. I was like, wait a minute. I remember hearing this girl. Like, you might not even see Sabine, but whenever I would go up to the fifth floor, it will always be not the Sabine. <laughs> it will always just be Sabine. Sabine, I didn't even think like, when I saw you in my class, like, I was like, okay, she's cool. But I didn't think we was going to end up as close as mm -hmm. we did for some reason. Because Sabine, like, I, when I first saw her in class, I perceived her to be that girl that, like, already knew everybody on campus. Sabine knew everyone in my class. And I was like, how she know everybody? And it's the first class or the second class. So I was like, oh, she's one of the girls that she's already acclimated. She already knows what's going on. Like, she's a socialite on campus. Not a socialite. So, <coughs> close, I was I like, love it. oh, okay, she's, this is just how she naturally is. But, like, you still keep your close ones close, but you're not super close to everybody. Mm -hmm. And you're not too mixy. You just know a lot of people. That's all. Exactly. exactly. That is that the way. Oh, okay, my impressions. Ooh, I didn't even get my first impression of Kaylin. I didn't even get my first impression. Uh, I remember Miss Kaylin. Miss Kaylin. Um, I think what's it called? Of course, I think it was over summer. I feel like all the St. John's kids, all the the class of 2022, everybody was trying to meet each other over the summer. I feel like that was such a thing. It was really big. I feel like our class. So I feel so like a lot of, I was so I was nervous so to come to St. John's. I really didn't know a lot of people at all. So I was nervous. And I guess, I don't know, I guess Kaylin, I don't know, she made a post. Like, I'm communications. I'm from Atlanta. I said, hold up. She's from Atlanta. And she's so cute. So I think I followed Kaylin. Kaylin did not follow me back, y'all. I'm going to let y'all know. She did not follow me back until the first day of school. I swear. Brooke did. Brooke did. <laughs> Brooke was side up. Oh, you're so cute. Brooke was my friend. <laughs> but yeah, I think when I met Kaylin, she was like that. Dad, don't be seeing. I swear. Yeah, Kaylin was like, yeah, a lot of. That's the first thing. She got a lot of people follow me, so I don't even see. <laughs> this girl. First thing was she said to me. She's like, I don't really see follows. Like a lot of people follow me every day, so I don't see. That's, 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 I, I have to be in my Leo energy, y'all. But yeah, she was so cute, Kaylin. You were so cute. I just looking back, freshman year, Kate and I was two different people. I just, she was so cute. She had a little backpack. Kaylin used to rock the backpack. And she had a little bob. We had first class together, like first class of same college period. I met Kaylin. And I was like, oh, I've seen her on Instagram. We sat next to each other and like, I don't know. We just we talked, talked, and then her exactly, and then your best friend Brooke was my neighbor. I saw Kaylin in my bill. I said, "Hey, girl, you know me. I'm nosy. I walked into the room too, like, hey, let me hang with you." And that's how the gang formated. That's how the gang formated. Period. Wait, who's who's first impressions? Do I say? I said you're Sabine, right? Yeah, I don't think you said Kaylin. Yeah, okay, Kaylin. I think my first impression of Kaylin was I thought she was talk like I thought she was outgoing like off the bat I did not think she was shy at all. 
um, I was like, because, you know, like they said, freshman year, you guys, I hung out with, like, maybe two people. Yeah, and that was it. Like, yeah, same two people. You guys, every single day, I did everything with these two people. So I was just chilling. Like, I knew people. Like, you know, like Sabine said, I'd be like, hey. But that was it. Like, it was nothing more, nothing less. Hey. So... Uh, yeah, I saw Kaylin and she invited me. This was like the end of second semester and we exchanged information. You guys, I never ended up going to the radio station. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. But I was like, oh my gosh, I don't really like, I was like, I don't really know her. Yeah, I was like, I don't really know her. Like, I don't, is it gonna be awkward? I was just like, ah, it's it's okay. So whatever, we exchanged information. Um, Over the summer, we end up like actually talking and it was, it was, it was like instant kind of like click you know i was like you know when you first talk to somebody on the phone you normally go in and text them no caitlin texted me she's like you free you want to facetime and then we just facetimed i remember being in the car i was driving and we were just talking and talking we had like our plans to start k square and all that stuff when we came back to school but i think it was just like an instant like oh wait we might be friends for a little bit because it was like we're two we're two different people initially but then when it's like we're actually there we're there it's like oh okay you get it I get it, we get it, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I just thought Kaylin was like a social, like a very social butterfly. You can tell her parents raised her to be like a very, a leader for sure. And that's something that like my parents instilled in me too. So I was like, wait a minute, I get this. I think we get it. Yay. So yeah, that's pretty much my first impressiones. This is so cute. I like this game. Okay. Oh. okay. In a word. How would you describe describe our conversations? My conversations with Sabine T. (laughs) If we're I'm on the phone with Sabine, like it's just a straight T. It's it doesn't matter. It's not bad T. Like I don't want to put it out there. It's gossiping, Mm -hmm. you guys. But it's like I'm gonna learn something. (laughs) Vice versa, like I'm gonna learn something. It doesn't have to be about somebody. It could be about a wig. It could be about a restaurant. It could be about (laughs) something like. It's gonna be tea, like very informative. I like to, I like inform, to inform Kiara. Yes, mm-hmm. That was a perfect way to say it, tea. Yeah. Like you always wanna learn something with Sabine. Uh, clarity. I feel like mm-hmm. she gives a lot of clarity. Like if I have an issue with something, she's the type to just give me clarity on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep. Sometimes our stuff can get deep. And funny. Sabine's just not yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Oh. All right, we're gonna speed through these. I'm gonna do my next one. Mm-hmm. So. What's the best lesson an ex has ever taught you? Ooh, don't settle. Because if you get to settling. Man, first of all, I don't even consider myself having exes. Because the person that I communicated with for a very long time. Anyway, goodbye. But I think (laughs) it was a a freshman year college thing. The people you were with your freshman year are. Your freshman year, you're going to be lost. I'm going to let you know, ladies. We, we we was lost freshman year. You know, these boys, but I think it comes to the freshman year experience. Why? Y'all really doing this to me? I'm trying to think. Um, I guess it taught me not to be dependent on them. I feel like me, I'm such a social person. I love being around people. It's really a bad thing. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes I forget to be by myself, so I feel like that ex taught me it's okay to be by yourself. You don't always have to be with that person. So I feel like that's what they taught me. It's okay. You could be alone. You don't have to be with me or that person. Yeah. That's a good one. Honestly, what an ex taught me was 
It's important to be with someone who is already whole with themselves. Because mm. oftentimes I feel like, um, you know, you get in relationships with people. You know, everyone has their own baggage. Everyone is coming in with their own suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some people's baggage is entirely too big for them to even handle. So they try to put it on other people. And it's just like, no, sis, it's over 50 pounds. You need to take some stuff out in order for it to ride mm. on the plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people be trying to bring 60-pound baggage, 70-pound baggage into relationships, and it's just like it's overweight. So I've learned to, you know, watch out for certain qualities of people who have a lot of baggage to work on because when you get involved with these people, it can really mentally and emotionally drain you because a lot of the issues and problems that arise stem from their baggage. So I've learned Mm -hmm. to try to watch out for different signals and red flags that indicate that someone has not dealt with their own baggage. Everyone has to deal with their own baggage. When, you, when you're in a relationship or when you get in a relationship, it's important to kind of be whole already. Have your confidence on deck. Have little to no insecurities. Your trust issues need to be in check. Make sure that you're healed properly so that you can yeah. get on a plane and ride with somebody else. So I like, I like the I little. Think I, so I was cute. thinking about it too. That was a good one. Because it is true. Because you not at 50 pounds. I, well, we're going to have to pay extra. You're going to have to get an extra. I'm going to pay out of my pocket. No. It's true. Because even when it's 50, you get that heavy tag. I need 20 to 30 pounds. Like, Literally. That's a great analogy. That's really how you got to look at it. Literally. I think another thing that I learned too from my ex is love is not a feeling, it's an action more so. Mm-hmm. I think Ooh, I learned that like yes. for real, for real. Because you, you could have told me I was quote unquote in love. It, no. But no, I definitely think it's an action word. It's an action, it's not a feeling. I like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned that as well. It's action. Mm-hmm. I also I feel like I learned one more thing. I feel like love and lust is really two different things. Yeah. Two different things, so you could really, yeah. So I feel like I learned love and lust was two different. Kind of what love is, and I really knew what was lust is. All right, next question: How are you guys really on a scale from one to ten? How are you really? Ten being, you know, I am doing great, and one being, I'm doing horrible, and five being, um, I'm all right. I'm gonna have to give it like a seven for me. I okay. feel like I'm at a decent spot, but I could be better. I feel like um, in about two weeks or so, I'll be fully like re-energized and regrouped. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little sleepy for my birthday weekend, move out, spending money, going broke. Like I'm just facing all those aftermath emotions of like, mm-hmm. what was you doing? <laughs> so. In about two weeks, I feel like I'll be in a better space mentally and emotionally. I'm catching up on rest. I was in bed all day yesterday, mm-hmm. cleaned up my area, cleaned up my room, just kind of trying to reset and get ready for the summer. I'm getting my little hair done today. I told myself I'm keeping my hair done all summer. As this you should. For now, but every single time I'm popping out, I'm keeping my hair done because, like Sabine says, when you look good, you feel good. So I'm applying Sabine's motto to my life this summer. Yeah. Good, good, good. All summer 21. So, yeah, right now, definitely a seven for me. It's like 
So, so, come see, come side, I think is how it is. Not the come see, okay, little fonce. Okay, fonce. Um, I'm gonna give myself, I guess, a six. You know, I feel like I'm okay, I'm doing good. I wish I could do more. I feel like I'm at that point where I feel like I need to do more. But right now, I feel like I'm at a mellow pace. Everything is just taking its course the way it needs to. So, I feel like I'm just chilling for now. That's good. I think I'm at like a, I'm at a seven. Like, my mental, I'm pretty good, you know. My physical, mm -hmm. I'm pretty good. Um, a little bit stressed with my birthday coming up because me, I'm like a perfectionist. I want everything to go great. I want mm -hmm. everything to be in order. I want everyone to have fun. I want to have fun. I want to have everything together. So, I'm at a seven. Um, yeah, I think... I'm like a good seven and a half, maybe less seven and a half. Okay, seven but and yeah. a half. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I guess it's my question. I think I'm next. Ooh, okay. okay. Is there Is anyone who's changed your life but doesn't know it? Hmm. Anybody that changed my life and doesn't know it changed my life. So I guess somebody that just came into my life or hasn't been in my life like my whole life, that kind of thing. I guess. I guess. Someone okay. that's changed your life at one point, I guess. Someone that's changed my life. Ooh, this is a difficult one. It sounded good when I chose it. <laughs> it sounded a little good, sounded fancy. I wouldn't just put it to one person. I would say a group of people. And I would say my group of friends right now, I would say that they changed my life. And changed my life in a sense to where it's like, you know, your high school relationships are like, you know, they're fun. I don't really speak to a whole bunch of people from high school. So it's just like we don't, you know, really like have that connection anymore. But I think majority of my friends in college are girls. And I feel like we talked about this or in some upcoming episodes that you guys will hear in the next couple of weeks. But I consider my friends like my sisters and I don't have sisters. I have two lovely brothers. So I think my friends definitely changed my life because they gave me what it feels like or what I think it would feel like to have a sister. So yeah, my friends. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. My friends too, I have to give it to them. Like when I came into college, I didn't expect to meet like a group of girls like y'all for real. Um, you know, I feel like when it comes to friend groups, it can be hard, especially like high school friend groups. A lot of people are still trying to figure themselves out. So a lot of drama and mm -hmm. consistency and a whole bunch of stuff is bound to happen. But when you run into a solid group of girls that support you, love you and will do anything they can for you, it's lit. So definitely my friends. Um, I have to give it to, um, I mean, God, of course, my mother. And then there's this podcast host. His name is called Lewis Howes. I won't give it to him specifically, but his podcast called um, The School of Greatness is really good. It really helped change my perspective on a lot of things, on life in general. During quarantine, I was watching a lot of his videos, and it really just helped me kind of get in the mode of grind time mm -hmm. and, you know, making sure I'm more focused on my stuff. There's also this book, and I forget the name of the author, but it really, really completely shifted my whole entire perspective. I feel like this is when I went through the biggest shift, which was 2020. I feel like a lot of people mm -hmm. went through a big shift in 2020 during quarantine, but I read this book called A Happy Pocket Full of Money, and it's not a financial book or anything. But it completely just changed my perspective on life and the meaning of life, the meaning of 
purpose, what purpose is, um, you know, what it really takes to get the things that you desire, uh, things like money, how money is a tool and supposed to be used to do this, how it can be seen as an energy, just a whole lot of things. So a happy pocket full of money, go check that out on Amazon, make sure y'all buy it. It definitely is one of those books that completely changes your perspective on a lot of things in a really positive way. And it's really helped me get to a much more positive outlook on life. Um, it, it's, it just changed a lot for me. I feel like 2020 was one of those years where I felt my mindset and just my overall mood kind of declining. So I made sure that I was watching podcast videos, I was reading books. I didn't want to keep my mind idle and doing nothing. They always say like an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Yeah. So it's always good to make sure that you're keeping yourself busy and into something and those are the things that I got myself into, and yeah, y'all, it changed my life for sure. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, for me, for I me, guess I, I could say, say two people. people. Well, well, one group one of people, group I could say K squared. The K squared step has changed. Never thought in my life I would podcast or even do radio. I was so set to be Channel 7, ABC News, like my sister. I was ready to be a news anchor. So I feel like that changed my life because I'm just with group of people that we all have the same thing in common and we're all black and we're all from different areas and I feel like that's really changed me because like I've never thought like six years ago I wanted to be a CNN channel seven now I have a whole podcast and I feel like it made me love the like the gift that I was given I guess like just my talent to talk but it just like I could talk to hundreds of people and I love that I could do that and okay. also, I guess I could say, um, was it my senior year or was it junior year? Um, I had this math teacher, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Sodoli, you know, fellow New Yorker. He was a New Yorker. I love him. Italian, love him. And Mr. Sodoli, he always told me, it was just one quote, and ever since then, I took it serious for the rest of my life. It was, don't get a job where, don't do something or don't get a job where you're going to have to look at the clock every day. Like, don't be so believed that it's, like, a Friday. Just believe, like, wow, it's a regular day. Do something that you love. And I felt like with K-squared, I never look at the clock. Because I'm doing something that I love. I just never, I'd be like, oh, time's up. Like, I don't know, it was an hour. I'd feel like we'd be talking, like, it's 10 minutes, but it's really been, like, 45. So I feel like him telling me that, I'm doing something that I love. I love that. I think I have one more thing, too. Kaylin brought up something that I, Lord, forgive me for forgetting. But I think the person that also changed my life, too, is God. You know, we talk about God mm -hmm. on this podcast a lot. But, I mean, the things that God does for me and my family and protects me and my family and my friends, definitely. Yes. Of course, I, I haven't known God my whole life because when I was a little baby, I didn't know. But <laughs> I've known God for a very long time. And I definitely say he has changed and continues to change my life. So I'm very thankful for him dying on the cross. Probably saying amen. Amen. Okay, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I'm going to go ahead. This is my last question, y'all. We're kind of getting close to the end of the episode. Yes. So, this is my last one, and everyone else is going to ask one more, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But so far, so good. I feel mm -hmm. like we're really reflecting, getting yes. to each other more. So, this is really fun. Once again, y'all, this is We're Not Really Strangers. Go check them out on Instagram. Make sure that you guys purchase their cards. It's really dope. No, this is not sponsorship, but we probably <laughs> Yeah, you guys, um, if you listen to the episode and when you look at the IGTV or whatever we end up posting for the promo, tag them in the comments. We're going to have it yes. in the caption, but tag them. Tag them. All right. Yes. So my last question for you all is 
What insecurity of yours you feel like holds you back the most? Ooh, he throwing it. Right. Ooh. Um, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh my god. Honestly. I feel I don't like that. Insecurity? Okay. Um to really be real. I'm like, I don't know if I could call it like just one pinpoint insecurity, but I guess something in total. I feel like when it comes to my YouTube, I've been holding it back, but I feel like I'm such a perfectionist and I want to make sure. I feel like my insecurity is to me to look good all the time and I don't want to slip, but it's okay. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but just that's my insecurity. I feel like that holds me back all the time. Just like, I feel like I'm overthinking what other people are thinking of me. And not realizing what I need to think of myself. That's one of my insecurities. I worry what a lot of people think about me. And I feel like that's kind of holding me. Especially with my YouTube. Because I feel like it's the internet. And a lot of people are watching me. And I'm scared of what people are going to think of me. So I feel like that holds me from a lot of things. Especially from like opportunities as well. I'm just afraid what other people are going to think of me. And not just thinking of myself. Hmm. I think, I don't even know if this is an insecurity, but I think my overthinking holds me back. Like, the way that I will literally create a whole 35 chapter novel in my head of something that might not even happen or might not, not even a take place. Part, part. Oh, it's so bad. I'm working on it every day. But um, yeah, it's just that overthinking. Like, I have that mindset of just do it, of course, but I'll have that mindset to myself of, just do it because this might happen and this might happen and this might happen or it might not work or it might work like my brain is literally going mm -hmm. all the time so i think i'm just working on practicing what i preach in an instance where it's like you already just go after it stop thinking about if it's gonna work or if it's gonna fail just do it like and just really just do it so that's what i'm right. working on honestly you guys said like some of the biggest insecurities overthinking definitely is something that i have an issue with um doubting myself before things even happen like already coming up with an outcome before it even happens opposed to just going mm -hmm. for it and letting it happen um and not being and being afraid to be judged kind of like what sabine says like you know wanting to make sure everything is perfect everything looks crisp and clean because you don't want anybody to think certain things of you like I don't want to be perceived in certain ways mm. that I'm not, that I don't want to be, that I didn't intend for myself to be perceived in. But I also feel like, you know, it, an insecurity, I have an insecurity of just wanting to control everything around me. And that just can drive me crazy. Like mm -hmm. controlling people's feelings about you, controlling how people view you, controlling just all of that stuff. And it can really drive you insane because at the end of the day, you can't control how people perceive you. You can't control how people think about you because it's all, you know, getting viewed out of their eyes and they have a whole lot of filters going on in their head and what they went through as well. So they're seeing you out of their own eyes based off of their own projections and their own judgments and their own baggage as well. Mm -hmm. So I think I just drive myself crazy a lot by trying to be perceived the right way, trying to do everything perfectly. When at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm me, and I have to be comfortable with being me. I have to be comfortable with messing up. I have to be comfortable with failing. I have to be comfortable with picking myself up. I can't be afraid to be perceived the wrong way. I can't be afraid to not be liked, mm -hmm. to not be judged, all of those things. So I think that's definitely an insecurity that can hold you back because 
you'll get so caught up into what other people are saying that you will literally just not do that one thing that you really want to do yeah. out of fear of what other people think about you. So it comes down to clothes. It comes down to wearing certain things, wearing your hair certain ways. It, it can just completely swallow you alive. But I feel like once you release the need and urge to want to control everything around you and control how people feel about you, life's just much easier. So that's definitely something I've Frick what people say. That's the, that's the clean that version. Freak, not but frick what they say. Do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you express yourself to the most utmost ability. And frick what people say. That's the clean version, right. you guys. Not the frick. Frick it. Well, but, okay, guys. You answered all your questions, right? Yeah, me and Sabine had two of the same questions. So we yeah. pretty much covered all of them. Mm-hmm. And you have one more. So we'll end off with Sabine. Uh, okay. okay. Um, guess for the, for the end, end of the, end of the show. show. Something, you know, you know cute, cute, but, you know, you know to shake, the, shake room. the room. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there a feeling you miss? Any feeling? Ooh, I miss the feeling of being in my little mini mini dorm and frantically going around figuring out what I'm gonna wear getting dressed to go out I miss that feeling like Aww. no masks not having to worry about is corona looming in the air it's just oh I accidentally scratched my little mic but is corona looming in the air it's just like I don't know like something about that like super like oh my gosh we're about to be late is the party gonna get shut down like I don't know that's the first thing that came to my mind and that's like I kind of miss that it was fun Aww. I miss the feeling of um, pre-COVID for sure because I hate having to like go places and just be paranoid about like, you know, wearing your mask and having to do all that. Mm -hmm. So pre-COVID, anything doing with pre-COVID, I definitely miss. But I miss the feeling of going on dates and going mm -hmm. to the movies and going out to eat with your little boo. Mm -hmm. I look, he miss that feeling too, and I ain't gonna cap. But <laughs> like, I just love adventures. Like, I just love to go on dates, the aquarium. Shout out to Law. He took me to the planetarium. Like, he took me to the science center. I am very intrigued by space and just science and the ocean and all this stuff. And there's this really cool science center in Atlanta on the east side called Fernbank. Shout out to Fernbank. And we went to the planetarium. Like, you it's shout out to everybody. It's a shout, out it's a shout out for me. It's a shout out for me, not the planetarium. And we were in here with like little kids, bro. They were on like field trips and stuff. And we just two big kids. And we have on our little glasses. And you like lay back and you're in a planetarium. Like it's the whole globe. And you look back and you see the stars and you see the planets. And it's just like. 4D, but it's dope because it's literally surrounding you. So I just miss going on really cool dates, adventures, the aquarium. We have the whole aquarium to ourselves. We saw every single sector. If anyone has ever been to the Georgia Aquarium, you know that it's really hard to cover the whole aquarium because it's usually so packed and um, it's so many people and it's really hard to just grasp everything that's going on. But when we went, it was like... Um, I guess it just was a day that no one was there. And when I tell y'all, we had a blast. Like, it only took us one hour, and we was at every single sector. It was just lit. So I just miss going on fun dates and eating and just exploring. Um, you guys, y'all have all different feelings. I feel like 
feeling I miss. I've been thinking about it so much lately. Um, I miss being a kid so much because I feel a little kid. Like we never thought about just like think about it. Like not mental health issues or just body issues you were just being a kid like i woke up every day i wanted to go to the playground i never had a worry in my mind i figured out am i gonna pay this bill on time or i gotta get this outfit i never had these extra stress i was just worried about being a kid and i feel like i missed that feeling just waking up you know having my little backpack waiting for the bus and just what happens throughout the school day i miss that school setting. I don't know. I miss like the little kid school setting. Remember first day school, your school supplies, that fresh mm-hmm. pencils, the fresh markers. I miss that stuff. So yeah. I miss Dang, that. I never stuff. think about that. Like I never I, think I, just, about being young. I feel like I'm so consumed yeah. in like like you were saying, like life and loans and bills and jobs. Yeah, but like stuff. as a kid, we never thought about the stuff. Like we just woke up every day. You wanna do a play day, you wanna go to the mall today? Like it was yeah. just regular stuff and I felt like as a kid we were more spontaneous. Definitely. Now it's just like, oh, how are we gonna get there? Oh, hold on, who's coming? Who's gotta pay for this? Like all this extra stuff. And I feel like as a kid, we just did it. No yeah. worries. Well, well all right, guys, that wraps up our show for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed everything we talked about as much as we did. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at K Squared Pod. And feel free to DM us, of course, whatever topic that you guys want us to talk about on the show. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. And we appreciate all the support. And stay tuned for next Friday for a new episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.